Welcome to The Closing Room, brought to you by Capital Title Insurance Agency. The Closing Room is an interview show where our guests are other professionals in the real estate services industries who all have the same goal, help the customer get to The Closing Room. I'm your host, Tom Lico, and my co-host today is the Director of Sales and Marketing for Capital Title, Lisa R. Welcome, Lisa. Good to see you again. How's things going today? Hey, things are going great. I'm just dreaming about turkey. Yeah, that's... uh, (laughs) That's what we have coming up, and we're having a, a great July this November. Still, a business really busy, um, but uh, so we're going to talk about real estate today uh, with one of our most experienced uh, real estate agents and one of my favorite people. So, introduce uh, today's guest for us. Great. Um, today we have with us Connie Tarova. She's been helping clients with customers to obtain their real estate goals for over thirty years, and is in the top one percent of realtors nationwide. Connie's enthusiasm, knowledge, and integrity have been the keys to her success. She is a top agent for Real Estate One and a member of their elite President's Council of Excellence. Uh, Connie and I have a few things in common. We both love I Love Lucy uh, old reruns and uh, the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. (laughs) Well, welcome, Connie, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You know, it's hard to think of uh, with uh, Thanksgiving, and I think of my uh, that that movie, my big fat Greek wedding, and the uh, he's a vegetarian. That's okay. I make lamb. You know, that's always <laughs> a a classic line. So, thirty plus years in the real estate business, and I'm guessing this is your first year of uh, doing it during a pandemic. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I was not very um, educated about how to work during a pandemic. Fortunately. We had a lot of support with the company. Mm-hmm. I've never attended so many Zoom meetings in a day or in a week. Right. Got very used to communicating that way with everyone. How was it communicating with uh, customers though? Because you couldn't, we've been very restricted on open house. We had no open houses, then we could do for a little bit. Now we're no open houses again and, and the showings and the mask and the protocols. How is, how's that? Well, when, when the first shutdown happened, when it was pretty, alarming because nobody knew what to do. Everybody was in the same boat. Um, It was the craziest time because we ended up listing a property. I never saw it, never put a lockbox on it. Didn't put a sign up because we weren't allowed to do that. And I was afraid if we did do any of that, I would get in trouble and lose my license. And I didn't want to put anything in jeopardy in that regard. And the seller who I had never met, it was a referral from an agent up in one of our other real estate one offices up north and um, I'd never met her and she videotaped her house which was horrible it was the most horrible video it was herself in the front window the reflection of herself and but it was all we had to go on and so we ended up posting it listed it posted the pictures it sold buyer had never seen it we closed I never met the seller I never met and I ended up referring her out to another real estate one person. And so anyway, it ended up turning out very well, but it was it was trying. It was trying to, to put the, uh, people were scared yeah. and alarmed at the beginning of this. I think now people are more used to it than before. And so we have to go with the protocols. Sometimes people are okay with it. Sometimes they're not. You just go with the flow, just like with any part of our business. Right. You weren't even able to work though for what, six weeks was it? Mm-hmm. But we did work. And that was, the, um, I learned a lot from having to, you just have to change the way you do things. I mean, all of us had to learn how to do everything 
differently. And so it was very, very easy to reach out to people because they too were in the same position we were in. Right. They were scared. I think they needed a little bit of an uplift and a positive thought and letting them know you're thinking of them. And so I, I, it, I grew to actually enjoy one-on-one -on -one with them and reaching out to them. I did. It, it, it made things important for us to do that, I think, as agents. What, what tools or software helped you with that transition? Texting a lot because I didn't want to bother people. Yeah. Um, and phone calls to certain people and people that were alone or people that, you know, especially people that were alone, um, older people. Um, being in this business, I've got a conglomeration of different, you know, generations that I've worked with. And reaching out to parents with their kids being out of school and their homeschooling and learning yeah. that and understanding that I'm in a different place in life now. I don't, I don't have all of that going on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Right. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. So, I, but, I'm, but I'm able to understand. I homeschooled one of my kids. I know what yeah. it's like and how you're trying to work and you're trying to be a mom and a housekeeper and work and everything else you're supposed to do in the midst of it. So I think our job, honestly, it became really obvious to me that we were supposed to be there to service them, to give them positive thoughts and be optimistic with them. And I still do the same thing now. I mean, we're toward, going toward a vaccine and we're not, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And they all, I don't know how the market's doing, which has been phenomenal. Yeah. Crazy phenomenal. So did you, did you have people take their house off the market uh, because they're working from home and they are nope. homeschooling and the house is chaos, not the best? To... No, not at all. I, as a matter of fact, I felt like we, once we were able to open up a little bit, yeah. it was busy, 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 crazy, busy. And I know it was for you guys too. I mean, sure. we were all, I mean, it was nuts, but you had low interest rates, low inventory. So everybody was winning and we were nuts. I mean, this has been our busiest year in my 31 years and during a pandemic, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, it's, it's, it's a record a year for all of real estate one and all the affiliates. Right. And, and, and everybody, considering it was shut down for six weeks <laughs> doing all this, like, all this in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we're really fortunate. I just, I feel like this has been kind of a silver lining of COVID for for this industry, you know, it's mm -hmm. been, it's been good. It's been interesting. It's been interesting yeah. because it's, it's, I can't tell you how many times people have reached out to find out what's going on because they think it just died. And it's like, oh yeah. no, 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 no. I've run into neighbors taking a walk in my neighborhood and they're all like, I can't believe the, the business. Is it like that? Yes, it is. It's yeah. really crazy. So that's okay though. That's okay. So like I said, it's a silver lining. Have you stopped using any type of tools or what are the, some things that you no longer do because of this pandemic well, era that we're in? I use every tool I possibly can because everybody communicates differently. Mm -hmm. So I send out every year a Thanksgiving card thanking all my clients for their support, their business and to be safe. Um, I do that every year. So that's, that's the same. I'm not going to stop doing certain things because of COVID. Um, I think it's, I think every tool that needs to be used at this point. I thank God. Well, I'm not sure if God's responsible for DocuSign, but DocuSign <laughs> is a huge, huge help. I mean, if we didn't have DocuSign, I was I'm back from I'm back from when we didn't have cell phones and fax right. machines and computers. We got a book every two weeks with the listings. And so this I'm glad we're in this 
era because I don't know how the pandemic would have worked. Yeah, things, you, you could thank some techie geek in Seattle for DocuSign. That's where. <laughs> Look at us on Zoom right now. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have this, how would we be able to see people, our clients, our families, our friends and communicate? Right. You know, that's the funny thing is Zoom's been around since 2012. And yet we'd never heard about it. And it had been around for years, for, for eight years. And now I don't go a day without being on Zoom. And I'd never heard of it on March 1st. And, exactly. and so, so it opened the door to technologies that were already there that we weren't taking advantage of. I had a client of. reach out to me and ask me if he should invest in it. I said, yes, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Buy high and sell higher because mm -hmm. uh, it's gone up threefold since March of this year. He thanked me. He did thank me. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, let me ask you, you're talking about uh, going back to the days of the, uh, the books and the listings and the before cell phones. You used to be Connie Tarova Realtor. Now you're Team Tarova. Uh, tell us about that transition and what made That's it motivated really you to. Interesting question. So as time went on and we had more things to do, adding more photos and more work to do, it was obvious that I, it needed to be more than just me. Yeah. I needed help with pictures. I needed help with marketing. I needed help with getting from the sale to the closing. And so it was just Connie Tarova. And then it kind of segued into people wanting to be on the team and I'm basically turning into a mentor. Yeah. And I love that part because I'm trying to help everyone succeed. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've made, I mean, and I'm talking about investment mistakes that you don't need to spend a whole lot of money to be in this business. I mean, you have to pay for the obvious things, but you don't need to be putting a, a billboard up and putting your name on a shopping cart because that's not going to get you the calls. It's going to be your reputation. It's going to be the way in which you handle people. And you will get my, my business is all from referrals from past clients from my sphere. And so if you're taking a good amount of your time and energy and taking care of people, you will succeed. And so mentoring the people that are on my team is a highlight for me. And I mean it because they look to me for help. And heck, after 31 years, there's only a few things I don't see at all. I don't like doing leases. I don't know, even know how to do one. I will admit it. Somebody asked me, it's like, oh, I don't do those because they're few and far between and I'm not really good at it, but I'm open about saying it. So I'll turn it over to somebody who's better at it than I am. But it's been a great experience. I have to say it's been the, the synergy that's developed in the team is so it's thrilling. It is. Does, and they've all said the same thing. Is it re-energizing too, because they're fired up because they're at a different place and it's new and they're eager and, and then it gets you fired up again. Right. Is that. Yes. And then when they, 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 you know, we, I have horror stories too. Yeah. You know, they'll call and tell me, what do I do about this? And I'll say, well, this one year. And <laughs> I mean, cause we've had so many of them over the years, whether you're dealing with, you know, five people on title work and you don't know who they are when you're dealing with people Actually, the hardest ones are people going through tough times. And during the foreclosure time, yeah. it was the hardest. It was the hardest emotionally for me as an agent. I remember coming home in tears because there was nothing I could do other than service them to help them in the predicament they were in. Yeah. And it was really tough. That was an emotional toughness. Now it's it's a different thing. When, when one of the agents is working with somebody who's or maybe they're working with another agent. Isn't that so nice? 
mm-hmm. and they're upset. Like, are they making mistakes? It's like, no, it's just that everybody's coming to the table right now with some degree of stress. Yeah. And remember, it's not about you. If you've right. done everything right and you're, you know, your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed, it's not about you. And so back away and remember that they are going through a tough time. Right, because you don't know what chaos is going on in their life, that, that this just set it off and it was not anything that you really did, but just... And, and if that comes across to people, they understand that you are a human being and that you're a human first, you're a realtor second. Right. So what communities do you serve? You're, I know you're out of the Milford office and you cover I'm mostly... I'm born the... and raised in Detroit. And so I'm a huh? Northwest Detroit individual, so I can go anywhere from Detroit to down to Livonia and Canton, to Fenton, to, oh my gosh, Lansing. I've been yeah. Ann Arbor. I was a realtor in Ann Arbor too for Real Estate One back oh, in really? the 80s. And that's that's a different market there. And that I mean, yeah. it's different than here. And when you go up to, to Genesee County, it's different. You know, it's if mm-hmm. people don't, if they don't go outside of their own little, they don't yeah. realize it's different in other places. Yeah, everyone lives in their own little bubble and they just assume the rest of the world is just like their little bubble and it's not. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of and I have to give you guys a plug because when I run into issues or anybody in my team or anybody in the office calls and asks for advice, you guys have been good. I have Lisa's and your cell phone numbers in my phone and I have <laughs> abused them for when there's an issue. And and Capital has been fabulous. They have, they've just been fabulous. And and I was not paid for this. <laughs> that's well, that's great to hear because we we work harder in your business so appreciate it and you don't abuse it at all i know when when i see your number on there it's uh you're either calling because you need to hear a joke or you got an issue <laughs> so, um what uh what got you started in the real estate business you know we always end up in real estate or title or mortgage we never go to school for it What's my your... ex-husband was my manager Ooh. was <laughs> your manager in the real estate or at real estate one. Oh. Oh, really? And so that's how you got into to real estate. Just I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. And I I I have a degree in marketing, and I mm. was staying home at that time, and I got really bored. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see you as the stay-at-home so much, and I was like, I've got to do something that is adult-like, and so I decided to get into it. And in my first year, I was at number two, and I only worked two days a week. Wow. And it was because I liked it and I still love it. And it's been, I will never stop doing this. I'll yeah. die doing it. I'll be one of those people that they, you know, say, oh, she's been in this for 70 years and I'm with a walker. Really? That's a joke. I said, old realtors never die. They just refer more out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what was the market like when you jumped in? When you, when you first got Interest into the market? Interest rates were 18%. Yeah. But people were still buying houses? They were still buying houses, but a lot of them were on land contract then. Right. And so it was very different. I mean, it was, it was, it was just different. I, I can't even, nobody, it's like Stone Age compared mm-hmm. to today. Really, the way things were done is so different. Like and a completely so different industry. Yeah. Well, it, you know, people complain about how they have to write an offer in the evening on their DocuSign. Really, we had to go deliver them and present the offers to the sellers. And I did one at four o'clock in the morning to a police officer that had to work at different hours than I did. And so I had to go to the house with my kids in the car and me with my pajamas under my coat. I mean, you did what you had to do. And so when people complain about yeah. 
oh, I have to do, it's so simple now. Yeah, I that's mean, where the mentor part where you can give them perspective if they start griping about things. <laughs> you hate to go when I was your age, but sometimes you can't help it. <laughs> it's different. And, and you know, when people are always upset, I have a saying, did anybody die? Yeah. Because that's, everything will be worked out the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. If you could go back in time and visit yourself during your first month in the business, what's the one piece of advice that you'd give yourself? To pay attention and listen to what other people need. To what other people need when you say the customer or the, mm -hmm. the consumer? Mm -hmm. Just a listening more? Need, well, I think a lot of times I've seen this happen with agents. They, they want to prove so much to, to pick them, to pick them and all that. And it's, you don't have to do that. You just have to listen to what it is they need and what they want and what they're after. And so ask more and listen, ask more, listen more. Yeah. Because they will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, that's just let them, just yeah. let them talk. Yeah, yeah, because I think we Once get- Because I'm a talker. Yeah. I've had to learn that. Yeah, well, I think inherently for a, you know, a real estate agent, you're a, typically a more social extroverted person and it's hard to dial that back. You need them to do the talking and pay attention and listen to, to what they really want and what they need. Yeah, there's a sales book out there called Shut Up and Sell. Kind yeah. of makes sense, doesn't well, it? Well, then see the chameleon. Um, you know, if, if they talk slow, then I talk slow. <laughs> um, really, if they're hyper, oh, I can be hyper just with, right with them. And so I think being able to be flexible in that and, and yeah. knowing. And if they're sad and they're going through like they've had a death or whatever, that you're compassionate with, with where they're at. If they're going through a divorce, I mean, you know, we run into all sorts of things. And I, I don't think it's ever conveyed on HGTV how we are truly counselors mm. for whatever it is they're needing to do. Yeah, because, you know, the home buying experience, it's not just an investment, it's an emotional experience. That's your life, right? So when you have a, and I, you know, my mom, she's been in the same house since 1967. Her and my dad built that house. My dad's passed away. She's still there. Um, I can't see her selling it. I can't, I don't know if she can go through that emotional, mm -hmm. you know, standpoint of this is where I raised my whole family, my whole adulthood. And, and you have those situations and it's not just a transaction. It is a big deal uh, of how they're doing it. Or the first time home buyer who is just on the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Who's just getting going and, and they're excited about it. So yeah, sh switching gears, knowing your audience, right? And, and yes, and letting them realize you're not going to let them make a mistake. You're not going to let them get bowled over by anybody in a negative way. My favorites are first-time home buyers and old people, to be very honest, because they're the ones that I will make sure they don't make a mistake yeah. or that anyone will take advantage of them. And I will explain it up thoroughly every single step of the way. And that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Yeah, as counselors. I mean, I can't see any other way to do it. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, do you have any other questions or... No, I, I don't. Right, I just I was going to just kind of bring up, I know I mentioned to you, Tom, about, you know, mm -hmm. Connie talking about how she likes to be a mentor. And yeah. you know, I recall those days when we were meeting in person, right, in, in the Milford office downstairs for training Tuesdays. And Connie was always there. Connie was yeah. always ready to um, let people know what her experience was. So I just, that was something I really valued, that you were willing to share your experiences and, and uh, help other people be successful. Thank you. I have to say, though, the funny thing about it is it's never boring in this business. Yeah, true. It's never the same. I mean, 
because people just, are never the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing's ever the same. The deals, you have yeah. a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. You have a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Unless you're double dipping and it's both your listing and sale, that's still a lot of stress too, because you're right. trying to play both sides and be, you know, professional all the way through and explaining everything all the way through and warning them of anything that could and may happen. But, <clears throat> excuse me, the thing is, is that um, we have to make sure that communication to our buyers and sellers is that things can happen. And so bringing it up front, you know, okay, we're going to go through the inspection now. You could run into these issues. Warning them, I think, is really important. And that's communication. If you're just, just avoiding and staying quiet and in the, that's not a good thing. Right. Well, also, you know, buyers and sellers just find out they don't move a lot. They don't buy and sell a lot of houses. So they are reliant on you to be that counselor because they can be a little bit intimidated and a little bit scared of what's going on or what not to expect. They don't want to sound stupid. And, and so, you know, some people just need their hand held and that's part of what you need to do. Right. Exactly. Well, now it's time for our up close from a distance segment. This is where we take a minute to get to know you a little better while maintaining our social distance. I'm going to ask you 10 questions and I need the first answer that comes to your mind. And okay, you have, hold on. <laughs> and you have 60 seconds. Are you ready? All right. Uh, what's your favorite holiday? Easter. COVID's over. Where's your first vacation going to be? North Carolina. Uh, are you Gilligan's Island or Beverly Hillbillies? Quick. Neither one. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Lennon or Paul McCartney? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Paul. Okay. Sir Paul. Uh, which decade had better music, 60s or 60s. 70s? Okay. <laughs> uh, what radio station is on your in your car right now? Holiday music. Oh, I'm serious. Uh, what's your favorite kind of birthday cake? Devil's food with cream cheese frosting. Ooh. Can I uh, make Best restaurant in downtown Milford? Oh, Charlie's on Main. All right. Uh, do you cry at Hallmark Christmas movies? I don't watch them. Okay. And should bell bottoms make a comeback? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I, you, well, you got 10 out of 10, so you win our home version of the game. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> the uh, bell bottoms question was inspired by looking on your Facebook and there was a picture you put you and a friend uh, standing in front of that Mustang with your bell bottoms on. <laughs> I was all 19 in that picture. And I, when she sent it to me, which we're still good friends and she's a realtor too. Yeah. In Maryland. That's pretty funny. And I, I thought bell bottoms, bell bottoms make our hips look smaller, right? I don't even have hips. But this is the thing. <laughs> it was when my skin fit. That was what oh, I yeah. noticed. <laughs> Well, thanks for playing along. Should any of our viewers be interested in buying or selling a home in, in your area, what's the best way to get a hold of you? By any way you can, just Google me. Okay, I come just, up. Just Google Connie Tarova. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, and no I in my first name. That's Everybody tries to buy me a vowel. Oh, right. <laughs> See, yeah, we don't need to, just C-O-N-N-E. -N -E. For me, the last name Aliko, people want to add vowels and consonants. Oh, they want to make it short. more difficult. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've been called Connie Travolta many times. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Well, that is our show for the week. Thank you again, Connie, for being our guest. We thank Capital Title for making this possible. And to our viewers, if you hang on for a few seconds, you can view our humorous meme of the week. And we hope to see you next time in the closing room. Mm -hmm.